Welcome to Conversations on Public Health, a regular program from the Harvard School of Public Health that explores current issues in the field. Today we're speaking with Professor John McDonough, Director of the Center for Public Health Leadership. McDonough recently co-authored an op-ed in the Baltimore Sun that said repealing last year's health care reform law would damage the potential to address the long-standing racial and ethnic health inequalities in the U.S. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. First, can you tell listeners why there's an unequal burden of disease among racial and ethnic groups in this country? Well, there are two major reasons. One is differences among different groups because of socioeconomic factors, differences in uh, disease burden and uh, income and education levels all um, have an impact. And so we see differences, and so you would expect to see those differences. What is most shocking and most troubling is seeing differences in care and services even when you control for socioeconomic factors. So there is a challenge to the nation to provide care that is equitable and equal regardless of someone's income or education status or racial or ethnic background. And that is part of the challenge, and that's part of the challenge that's being addressed to a significant extent in the new national health reform law called the Affordable Care Act. Well, what are the costs associated with this inequality? So the direct medical expenses for folks who need more care because they don't get the right care at the right time in the right way, and the indirect effects in terms of loss of job uh, uh, productivity are estimated between 2003 and 2006 at about $1.2 trillion, and that was an estimate derived by the Joint Center on Economic and Political Studies down in Washington, D.C. So there is a large financial burden that the nation carries for having inequitable care among different groups. And this is going to get more significant as time goes on if it's not addressed because by now about 2042 it's estimated that racial and ethnic minorities will constitute over half of the U.S. population. So failure to address this holds costs and consequences far into the future. Well, you argue that repealing the health care reform law would damage the new law's potential for addressing these longstanding health inequalities. Why is that? Well, because there are many aspects of the law, both directly and indirectly, which are aimed at reducing and or eliminating some of these disparities. So, for example, the most important one, and people understand this as the prime objective of the law, is to eliminate or sharply reduce uninsurance in the United States, folks who don't have health insurance. Right now, racial and ethnic minorities are between 25 and 30 percent of the public, and they are more than 50 percent of the uninsured. So if you, in fact, address the problem of uninsurance, you are going to eliminate one of the most significant barriers for racial and ethnic minorities in getting care. And by the way, this also includes a millions of legally residing immigrants in the United States who are prior to the ACA prohibited from getting various forms of health insurance coverage and who will find doorways to coverage opened because of the law. So I'd say the most significant one is insurance, but then there are some other very, very important aspects of the law. One of the challenges in terms of 
eliminating racial and ethnic health disparities or health inequities is data collection. Uh, we don't have a good, robust system to collect data so that we really know what the disparities are in a way that can be addressed. There are also requirements for providers to do better in terms of culturally competent care, uh, preparing themselves so they're able to deal with the health care needs of a diverse and linguistically diverse, among other aspects, population. So all in all, we count about 75 provisions in the law that either directly or in a significant indirect way will have a real and positive impact in reducing or eliminating disparities in the United States if the law gets fully implemented. What evidence is there that the approaches in the health reform law will actually work? Well, we know, for example, from the Institute of Medicine, which did a major comprehensive look at the health consequences of uninsurance back in the early part of the last decade. They estimated that about 18,000 people a year lose their lives because they don't have health insurance, just for that factor alone. And there was another study done a few years ago which estimated the number may be as high as 44 to 45,000 people a year. So when you get people health insurance coverage that has some meaning to it, and there's a lot of health insurance out there now that doesn't have meaning to it, uh, meaning that care is going to be accessible and affordable for people, you will in fact ensure that people get care and you will actually save lives and you'll also save dollars as well. This has been a Harvard School of Public Health production. Please visit us on the web at www.hsph.harvard.edu.